Yo, what's going on, everybody? Welcome into the West Side Sports Podcast. As always, I am your host, Dakota Ezri. If this is your guys' first time listening to the show, welcome. This podcast is free and available on all major recording platforms with podcasts coming out four to five days a week, covering the basic around the world section, kind of touching base on everything majorly that's been going on in the world of sports, along with the basic Mariners, Storm, and Seahawks sections. Today's section, uh, today's podcast, excuse me, is going to be a little bit of a different, uh, different role today. A little bit of a different feel, a feel, different vibe. I got a lot of information coming to me as we speak. Obviously, Seahawk roster, uh, the fifty-three man roster has just been set. The roster madness has been going on all day. With that being said, let's get straight into it. If you guys enjoy the podcast, enjoy the conversation and the topics I'm bringing you today, as well as the ones in the foreseeable future. Please do me a huge favor and subscribe to this podcast and leave me a rating. I have really appreciated the last uh, the last few days. I've been getting a lot of ratings in on the podcast. It helps me out a ton. Lets me know what you guys think. All that good jazz. So thank you so much for, for, for taking care of that and taking the time out of your day to do that for me. Around the world section, as we always start out with on every single podcast today, is going to start out with the running back for the Washington Commanders, Brian Robinson, who I covered and touched on in yesterday's podcast after he was shot multiple times in lower extremities. It sounds like it was a couple uh, leg shots, uh, shots in his leg, excuse me. He has returned back to the Commanders team facility today. A good spirit showing up with a thing of Oreos for everybody. So that's just a great thing to see. Uh, obviously, wrong place, wrong time for Brian Robinson, but he has had an incredibly impressive preseason for the Washington Commanders and running backs like J.D. McKissick, along with others, are going to be in a little bit of jeopardy for their jobs due to his pro- his production and productivity during the preseason. But hopefully, he's able to make a speedy recovery. Uh, recovery, excuse me, and I wish him nothing but the best of luck in the in the future. Something I'm going to be taking a little bit of a note of today, and today's uh, podcast is going to be predominantly Seahawks, obviously due to the roster cuts that's been coming out today. But quarterback Ian Book was uh, cut from the New Orleans Saints today. A little bit of a surprising move due to the fact that their uh, QB depth overall is not great past Jameis Winston. Uh, so we'll see what happens there. It could be a name that replaces uh, a name that was released from the Seahawks roster today. I will get into that here in a couple of minutes. Uh, DB CJ Gardner Johnson was traded from the Saints to the Eagles for a, uh, a late round pick and a swap of a sixth round pick if I understand correctly. This is more along the lines of just saving some roster money and stuff like that. So uh, good deal for the Eagles. CJ Gardner Johnson is a very good player but he's going to be very expensive in the upcoming future and we'll see if the Eagles have the payroll to be able to take care of that after they just gave A.J. Brown all that money. And uh, a couple other players are going to be doing it for money. Miles Sanders, uh, obviously Jalen Hurts, and uh, uh, what's the guy's wide receiver's name? Smith. I can't guess first name, but you guys will know who, who I'm talking about. Came out of Alabama a couple of years ago. Anyways, uh, Justin Verlander was placed on the 15-day IL today with a calf injury. Not really more information has been given out about what the nature of the calf injury is. It's just that he's going to be out for 15 days minimum, which obviously for Houston is not ideal considering he is obviously your ace and one of the top five pitchers in all of baseball. But uh, if there was ever a time in the season where you want to give him a little bit of downtime and let him re, uh, you know, revamp and kind of regen some of that uh, stamina for the playoff push, now would be the time to do that. And then, really weird uh, thing came out this morning on Bleach Report I want to touch on for a minute or two. Calvin Ridley and a couple other uh, major uh, names in a certain suburb of, I believe it's Atlanta, or a suburb of Atlanta, 
uh, were have been targeted in gang-related robberies lately. Obviously, this is not a good thing. No one likes to be stolen or robbed from. That's kind of a, you know, common sense. But Calvarelli has been kind of finding himself in a lot of uh, precarious predicaments, is the word I'm going to, or the statement or phrase I'm going to use for this. Um, it's kind of weird to see what's going on. Obviously, I feel bad for Calvin Ridley. Hopefully, he's not being involved with the gangs that are robbing his house. I assume he's not going to surround himself with people like that. But professional athletes have their own uh, circles that they run with and stuff like that. So, I'm not going to cast as, uh, aspersion or judgment on that. Hopefully, we'll get more details as they come. And uh, that's pretty much what's going to wrap it up for Around the World today. There is a ton of roster moves around the league right now. I'm not going to get into every single one of them because there's been literally probably over 100 plus roster moves in the last hour across the NFL. So with that being said, let's hop straight into the Mariners today. Uh, no J.P. Crawford in today's game for the second consecutive day in a row. As he continues to deal with a pick issue, sounds like he's also got a little bit of a foot problem. So he's banged up right now, which makes a lot of sense because he has been one of the worst offensive players in baseball in the last two months for his position which is uh, a problem considering that also Ty France has been struggling. He did have a good day yesterday or day before yesterday, excuse me, as yesterday was the day off getting a single and a home run in that game. Uh, a little bit of a couple roster moves today. Evan White yesterday was reinstated off the 60-day IL and was optioned to AAA. That's a good thing for him to see getting off of that 60-day uh, rehab stint. Now he can just start just playing ball and just getting back into a normal uh, schedule and just a normal flow of things. Evan White was a huge part of the Mariners' future and possibly still can be. A lot of people compare him to possibly a Cody Bellinger kind of transition. Obviously, Bellinger was a first baseman and then transitioned to outfield. But uh, Evan White's a great athlete. He's got good bat-to-ball skills, good raw power, outstanding ability to play defense. That's why I anticipate him to stay around the, or with the team, especially for the fact that they signed him to that deal a couple of years ago for $24 million. I think it was like a six-year, $24 million deal, whatever it was. But um, obviously, unfortunately, he's been hurt for the majority of his career here in Seattle after being a first-round pick out of the University of Kentucky. And uh, he did win a gold glove in his rookie year at first base. So the kid's got talent. That's not the question. The question is whether or not is he going to be able to put, uh, you know, consistent, reliable effort on the field and be a productive player on the major league roster. And currently with Ty France playing first base, kind of makes his life getting up to the big leagues that much harder. Uh, unfortunately, this morning, Dylan Moore heads back to the 10-day IL with a right oblique strain. Abraham Toro was recalled from AAA in his absence. Uh, I did not see a whole lot of good things, to be honest with you, from Abraham Toro in AAA. His numbers were not great. Yeah, he hit a couple of home runs. I would have rather preferred Taylor Trammell to come up to the big league squad. Uh, put Sam Haggerty at second base. Obviously, today is not ideal defensively. Hopefully, we can get away with it, at least for today. I don't know who is going to play shortstop tomorrow. Today is uh, uh, Ty, or not, not Ty Frazier, Adam Frazier, excuse me, is going to play shortstop today. So we'll see what happens for tomorrow's game if JP can get back. But if he's going to be past anything longer than three days, maybe you do sit him down. And I don't know who you're going to bring up. I don't, I have no damn. I don't have a damn clue. I don't have a single clue who the hell is going to play shortstop with no Dylan Moore and no JP and no JP Crawford. There's not a whole lot of shortstop depth in the organization. Uh, El, obviously Elvis Andrews was just signed by the White Sox not too long ago. That would have been a decent option. He's got a really good glove. Dye is not hitting much for anything, but obviously Dylan Moore isn't either. So we'll see what happens and becomes of that in general. Uh, 2022 first-round draft pick Cole Young has been promoted to low A ball for the Modesto Nuts. 
great showing by the young man. Him, uh, Hogan Windis, who I've talked about a handful of times already, is moving quickly throughout the system, along with uh, a couple other draft picks. Gabriel Gonzalez, Axel Sanchez, all those guys I've been talking about as of lately have been getting a lot of praise and getting promoted and moved around, which is a great thing to see as well. Uh, fun stat for George Kirby as he takes the mound today. Uh, pitching matchup will be George Kirby versus Matt Manning. Uh, Matt Manning is a couple of starts on the year. Uh, fairly low ERA, but there's not a whole lot of book on the kid. I don't know what he's going to bring to the table. I didn't get into that, unfortunately, today. I've been doing more Seahawks today than Mariners, so I apologize for that. Try to be transparent on that kind of stuff. But uh, George Kirby has had 18 consecutive starts, going a minimum of four innings pitched, allowing one or less walks, which is the second most in MLB history behind David Well, or excuse me, Carlos Silva. David Wells is number three. Funny enough, Carlos Silva, of all people, to have a record like that. I'd never imagine Carlos uh, Silva in the same conversation with someone like George Kirby. But uh, should be an interesting matchup today. Lineup is out. I don't have the lineup on here for you guys. Uh, some of you guys prefer just to not have it on here. They want more just information and details. As far as State of the Farm, I will have another State of the Farm uh, section coming up this week. Probably at the end of the week. Trying to get a recap on what's been going on with Jared Kelnick and AAA. He seems like he's been doing well. I've uh, been talking about uh, Taylor Trammell a fair amount. I saw Bryce Miller took the, took the ball this week. Uh, I think Taylor Dollard's due tomorrow to pitch. Emerson Hancock pitched lately. So there's a lot of prospect updates. And I saw... I want to I want to get into this just for a brief moment here. Right? And then we're going to jump into Seahawks. Because a lot of people want to know roster cuts. And I got all of them for you guys. Um, so the latest MLB roster or farm system roster uh prospects and overall ratings came out a couple days ago from mlb it's a joke right just flat out joke this is stupid how they have the angels one rank below the mariners the mariners still have harry ford who is by far a top 1 100 prospect you have Emerson Hancock, which should be a top 1 100 pro uh, prospect bryce miller should be a top 1 100 prospect jonathan classe is a, is a fringe you know one on there Robert Perez Jr. should be probably, in my personal opinion, should be top 75, top 50. The guy's OPS is almost 1,100 this year. Granted, he's in like high A ball in the same level with uh, Cole Young now. Uh, but this, it's just, it's East Coast traditional bias. You know, Baltimore, number one. All they have is Grayson Rodriguez, you know? I mean, uh... I've, excuse me for not remembering this all off the top of my head, and I usually do. I think they had another top draft pick this year. I could be wrong. I think that's where Jackson Holiday went. I could be wrong. I know Andrew Jones. I think that's right, but I know Andrew Jones went to Diamondbacks, but I can't remember where uh, Holiday went. So, I mean, they have a fair amount of prospects, right? But the Mariners should be 15, 17, not 26. You're not, there is not 26 other teams, you know? You're putting them in the same conversation with uh, Pittsburgh. And uh, Colorado, it's like, no, no, what are you smoking? What the hell? No, this is not right whatsoever. You know, Taylor Dollard, Everson Hancock, Bryce Miller, Jonathan Classe, Harry Ford, Caden Polkovich. There's plenty of names that are very solid, good prospects. Jared Koenig's considered still a prospect. You know, you have plenty of depth down there. And the fact that this, that this rating came out, is such a joke that I had to look at this and just be like, Dude, like, who did this? Who's rating these prospects? Because obviously you don't know Jack Diddley's squat about what the Mariners have to offer. Why? Because we gave up 
Edwin Arroyo and Noel V. Marte uh, for uh, Luis Castillo drops us down from like number two to 26. Get a grip. You don't know anything about baseball. If maybe, you know what? Maybe MLB, here's an idea. Hire me. I, I thoroughly dive deep into all these players. You don't talk about Axel Santos. You don't talk about Gabriel Gonzalez. You don't talk about, uh, you know, uh, Montez. You don't talk about all these kids coming. You probably even know the fact that Mariners are due to get the best international switch hitting shortstop prospect last 10 years. Get off my lawn. This is just frustrating. And I some people like the rants, some people don't. I'm sorry. But this is a joke. You know, just putting it out there. A flat-out mockery. And you deserve to be mocked for it. Okay, Mariners is done. Uh, Seahawks. Okay, so excuse me. I'm going to grab my phone. I'm getting the exact fresh updates for you guys, so I'm not missing anything on this. So, roster cuts for the Seattle Seahawks go as such. I'm pulling up the 53-man roster as we speak, so I apologize for the filler. Uh, obviously, quarterbacks will be Geno Smith and Drew Locke. Running backs will be Rashad Penny, Ken Walker, Travis Homer, DJ Dallas. Uh, see here. Sorry, I'm just trying to like actually get the list of people that were waived, not just the people who made the roster. So you guys know names, uh, the list of names. Okay, here we go. Uh, the the surprising move today so far, uh, the main moves have been not shocking, but eh, fairly eye raising. Justin Coleman cut. Uh, Marquise Blair cut. Uh, see here. J.J. Arcega-Whiteside, Marquise Blair, Joel Dublanco, Jacob Eason. Tackle Greg Al Island, wide receiver Aaron Fuller, defensive tackle Jared Hewitt, wide receiver Kate Johnson, linebacker Vi Jones, which shocks me. I'm gonna get into that here in a minute. Uh, wide receiver Kevin Cassis, tight end Tyler Mabry, wide receiver Bo Melton, linebacker Tanner Muse, which I'm gonna get into here in a minute. Scott, uh, safety Scott Nelson, tackle Liam Ryan, center. Uh, uh, Shepley, sorry, my phone's blanking out on that. Wide receiver, Freddie Swain. Running back, Darwin Thompson. Linebacker, Lakeem Williams. Safety, Deontay Williams. Waived slash injured designation is Josh Johnson. And season-ending IR will be Tyreek Smith. Okay, so with that being said, that's who was always cut on today's roster. Uh, I am shocked that Tanner Muse was cut, to be honest with you. Did he do a lot during training camp preseason? Not really, but the depth at linebacker for the Seattle Seahawks is a huge concern and a problem right now. Um, the And the fact that Vi Jones didn't make it. I thought for sure Vi Jones was, was going to make this roster. He was all over the place. I'm sure they're going to try and get him onto a practice squad. But he had a really productive preseason. I would not be shocked if he was claimed, and I'd be very disappointed. Um, Marquise Blair, Scott Nelson, Aaron Fuller, all those guys. Uh, obviously, Marquise Blair is the eye-opener, and Justin Coleman, excuse me, uh, but, uh, yeah, I, this is, uh, Freddie Swain cut today. Aaron Fuller was cut. And, it, and so they kept, uh, Derek Young, which I called for. They did not keep Bo Melton, which kind of shocks me a little bit. I mean, I know he was only a seventh round draft pick, but that's probably going to be another practice squad addition. So, uh, Jacob Easton quarterback. That's why I talked about Ian Book earlier, uh, in, in the podcast. Also, I saw that Kellen Mond from the Vikings was cut today. Um, a couple other quarterbacks were released throughout the league. So maybe you could see them bring in something like that. Maybe a Kellen Mong. Uh, I know Josh Rosen was cut today. I hope to all high lords above and high powers that they keep Josh Rosen out of here. He's a joke. Uh, he's never been anything in this league. And he never will be. Um, not to just hate the guy, but his production was weak, to say it politely. Um, but yeah, I'm just really surprised by this move. Marquise Blair, second round pick, gone. 
The fact that they kept LJ Collier on this roster to me seems more like a pride saving move by Pete Carroll, to be honest with you. I don't think this is for a roster construction. I think Pete's just like, he was first round draft pick. He never really got a chance last year. He came in at the wrong weight, wrong size, didn't look right, skinned in, didn't look right, smell right, taste right, look, feel right, nothing, right? Um, so, uh, thankfully though, Miles Adams did make the roster. I would have been irate and that would have been a stupid decision. Probably one of the stupidest decisions in a while if they did not keep, uh, that guy on the roster, that, that young man, uh, Miles, Miles, uh, I, sorry, I lost the name for a second. I'm in a little bit of a blank today. It's been a whirlwind of overall everything today. But uh, the roster moves are out. The 53-man initial has been set. It's something I want to touch on for a couple minutes. And this is going to finish today's podcast. Today's podcast is going to be right around the same about 20-minute-ish mark. I'm going to have a little bit of a longer one after the roster madness kind of settles down and we have a better idea of what they're looking at with everything and roster battles and stuff like that. Linebacker KJ Wright teased a picture of him on a football field asking in a live Instagram poll if he should return back to the Seahawks and unretire. The only reason why I find this kind of interesting is that the linebacker for the depths for uh, uh, for Seattle is so weak and thin that this isn't a huge surprise for a lot of people just due to the fact that after you get past uh, Cody Barton and Jordan Brooks, there's nothing at all, you know? Um, I'm assuming that they're going to keep a couple roster spots possibly open to see who uh, gets released. I saw that linebacker, Gerard uh, Davis, uh, from the Lions, who's a really good player, uh, would might possibly be an addition here. I don't know if he fits the scheme they're looking for right now. But overall, uh, keep an eye on KJ Wright. Keep an eye on what he's doing on off the field. See if he's keeping his body right, ready to go. I would love to see KJ Wright return back to the Seahawks. He's been, I mean, I've touched on this a couple of times. He's one of my favorite Seattle athletes of all time, regardless of sport. Uh, I put him in my top five for me personally. A lot of people are probably top 10. But uh, between him and Nelson Cruz are like two of my favorite athletes in the city. Have been for a very, very, very long time. And uh, yeah, today's going to be a little bit of a madness. Like I said, today's uh, flow is a little bit different. I apologize for a little bit of uh, the lack of organization today. I try and have it as much as I could or, you know, the best uh, format possible for today, knowing that today was going to be a little bit of a crazy day with all the roster cuts and moves around the league. Uh, But yeah, with that being said, everybody, uh, that's going to be for today's podcast. If you guys enjoyed the podcast today, please do me a favor and subscribe and leave a rating on the podcast. Let me know what you guys think about the overall topics and conversation I bring to you today and as far as upcoming ones in the foreseeable future. Um, If you want more uh, inside depth and kind of insider news and stuff like that, please either follow me on Twitter, capitals PNW Professor. I'll see me with my smiley face and my pearly whites next to Dave Niehaus on Twitter. Or if you want to go on Facebook, uh, Sports in the Northwest is my Facebook sports group. There is an Emerald uh, Seattle Mariners logo insignia for the front of it in case you're interested in getting into that. Uh, All the things are uh, family friendly. Uh, Twitter, I try my best to keep it as clean as I can. Sometimes I get a little fired up. Uh, Maybe a couple choice words, but I don't drop F-bombs. I'm not a overly colorful person on Twitter. I'm very fact-driven. So, yeah, with that being said, thank you guys so much for listening to today's podcast. I'm going to get back to working on the grind. I might be having another late podcast coming up today as a little bit of a surprise treat for you guys if there's any more roster shuffling or uh, trades or anything I want to cover as far as Seattle or anything to go with the Mariners. But as far as today's podcast, that's that's what I got for you. See us rise. Go Hawks.